हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय गौरनिताय 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 जय गौरनिताय जय जगन्नाथाय जगन्नाथाय बल देवाय जय सुभद्रा जय राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ श्री राधे प्रभु पात प्रभु पात प्रभु पात जय प्रभु पात जय जय प्रभु पात प्रभु पात प्रभु पात जय प्रभु नमोम विष्णुपात नमोम स्पर्शाचार्य स्त्रोत्र डिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिला प्रभुपात की अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की ऑल गोरिष्ठ असंबल डिवोटीज ऑल गोरिष्ठ असंबल डिवोटीज ऑल गोरिष्ठ असंबल डिवोटीज ऑल गोरिष्ठ श्री गुरु एन गोरंग गोरिष्ठ शिला प्रभुपात की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुधीर नास्तप्रश्वभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवते उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिकी
So we are reading from Canto 6, Chapter 16, King Chitraketu meets the Lord, verse 53 and 54. Yatha susuptaha purushaho Vishwam pashyati chatmani Atmanam ekadasasatham Atmanam ekadasasatham Manyate swapna utthita Evam jagra nadini Jeevasthanani chatmana Maya matrahani viknaya Tadrishtaram param smaret Yathasusuptaha purushaho Vishwam pashyati chatmani Atmanam ekadeshastham Manyate swapna uttitha Evam jagrana dini Jeevasthanani chatmana Maya matrahani viknaya Tadrishtaram param smare Yathasusupta purushaho Vishwam Pashyati Chatmani Atmana Mekadeshastham Manyate Swapna Uttitaha Evam Jagranadini Jeevasthana Nichatmana Maya Matrani Vignaya Tabdrishtaram Param Smadrit Yathasasuptha Purushaho Vishwam Pashyati Chatmani Atmanamekadeshastham Manyate Swapna Uttitaha Evam Jagranadini Jeevasthana Nichatmana Maya Matrani Vignaya Tadrishtaram param smaret Matajis Yathasasuptaha purushaho Vishwam pashyati chatmani Atmanam ekadeshastham Manyate swapna uttitaha Evam jagranadini Jeevasthana nichatmana Maya matrani vignaya Tadrishtaharam param smaret Translation Yatha, just as Susuptaha, sleeping Purushaha, a person Vishwam, the whole universe Pashyati, perceives Cha, also, Atmani, in himself, Atmanam, himself, Ekadesha, Stham, lying down in one place, Manyate, he considers, Swapne, in the dreaming condition, Uttitaha, waking up, Evam, in this way, Jagran Adini, the states of wakefulness and so on. Jeevasthanani. The living entity's different conditions of existence. Cha. Also. Atmanaha. Of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Maya Matrahani. The exhibitions of the illusory potency. Vignaya. Knowing. Tat of them, Drishtaharam, the creator or seer of all such conditions. Param, the supreme, 
स्मरेत वन शुड ऑलवेज रिमेम्बर ट्रांसलेशन प्रपोर्ट बाई हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिला प्रभुपात शिला प्रभुपात की ट्रांसलेशन वेन अ पर्सन इज इन डीप स्लीप ही ड्रीम्स एंड सीज सीज इन हिमसेल्फ मैनी अदर ऑब्जेक्ट्स सच एज ग्रेट माउंटेन्स एंड रिवर्स और परहैप्स इवन द एंटायर यूनिवर्स ऑल दो दे आर फार अवे समटाइम्स वेन वन अवेकन्स फ्रॉम अ ड्रीम ही सीज दैट ही इज इन अूमन फॉर्म लाइंग इन इज बैड इन वन प्लेस then he sees himself in terms of various conditions as belonging to a particular nationality family and so on all the conditions of deep sleep dreaming and wakefulness are but energies of the supreme personality of godhead one should always remember the original creator of these conditions the supreme lord who is unaffected by them please repeat when a person is in deep sleep he dreams and sees in himself many other objects such as great mountains and rivers or perhaps even a entire universe although they are far away sometimes when one awakens from a dream he sees that he is in a human form lying in his bed in one place then he sees himself in terms of various conditions as belonging to a particular nationality family and so on as the conditions of deep sleep dreaming and wakefulness are but energies of the supreme personality of god at one should always remember the original creator of these conditions the supreme lord who is unaffected by them purport none of these conditions of the living entities namely deep sleep dreaming and wakefulness is substantial they are simply displays of various phases of condition life there may be many mountains rivers trees bees tigers and snakes that are situated far away but in a dream one may imagine them to be nearby similarly one has certain dreams at night when the living entity is awake he lives in gross dreams of nation community society possessions skyscrapers bank balance position and honor under the circumstances one should know that this position is due to his contact with the material world one is situated in different positions in various forms of life that are all but creations of the illusory energy which works under the direction of the supreme personality of godhead therefore the supreme lord is the ultimate actor and the conditioned living entity should simply remember this original actor shri krishna as living entities we are being carried away by the waves of prakriti or nature which work under the lord's direction maya dakshina prakriti suyata cha characharam bhakti vinod thakur sings miche maya ra vase yacha bhase kacha habu habu dube bhai we are sorry why are you been carried away by the waves of the illusory energy in various phases of dreaming and wakefulness this or these are all creations of maya our only duty is to remember the supreme director of this illusory energy krishna for us to do this the shastra advises us harer naam harer naam harer naam eva kevalam one should constantly chant the holy names of the lord हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इज रियलाइज इन थ्री डिफरेंट फेजेस एज ब्रह्मांड परमात्मा एंड भगवान बट भगवान इज द अल्टीमेट रियलाइजेशन वन शुड रियलाइज भगवान द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड एड कृष्णा इज द मोस्ट परफेक्ट महात्मा वासुदेव सर्वमिति सहमात्मा सु दुर्लभा in the human form of life one should understand the supreme personality of godhead for then one will understand everything else yashmin vignate sarvam evam vignat bhavanti according to this vedic injunction simply by understanding krishna one understands brahman parmatma prakriti the illusory energy the spiritual energy and everything else everything will be re- revealed 
Prakriti, the material nature, is working under the direction of the Supreme Lord. And we living entities are being carried away by various phases of Prakriti. For self-realization, one should always remember Krishna. As stated in Padma Puran, Smaret, smata, smaret Satatam Vishnu. We should remember, sorry, Smartavya Satatam Vishnu. We should always remember Lord Vishnu. Vishmarthavya Na Jatuchit. We should never forget the Lord. This is the perfection of life. O Magnana Timiranda Shri Gyananjana Lakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tashmaya Shri Guru Enama Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Saganaragunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Din Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Patarobesha Kripa Sindhu Bevacha Patitanam Pavane Bevaishnave Namanama Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gora Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Repeating the translation again when a person is in deep sleep, he dreams and sees in himself many other objects, such as great mountains and rivers, or perhaps even the entire universe, although they are far away. Sometimes, when one awakens from a dream, he sees that he is in a, in a human form, lying in, a, in his bed in one place. Then he sees himself in terms of various conditions, as belonging to a particular nationality, family, and so on. All the conditions of deep sleep, dreaming and wakefulness are but energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One should always remember the original creator of these conditions, the Supreme Lord, who is unaffected by them. So we are hearing here the instructions given by Anantadev to Maharaj Chitraketu. So Maharaj Chitraketu has prayed, offered his prayers to Anantadev uh, in the previous section we heard in this chapter. And now Anantadev is responding, replying to Maharaj Chitraketu. And Srila Prabhupada very nicely puts this, none of these conditions of the living, living entity, namely deep sleep, dreaming and wakefulness, is comparing all three stages, is substantial. They are simply displays of various phases of conditioned life. When a living entity is awakened, he lives in gross dreams. Sorry, when a living entity is awake, he lives in gross dreams of nation, community, society, possession, skyscraper, bank balance, position and honor. And so there are three states. Uh, one is in all, most of the time. One is in deep sleep. What is deep sleep? He does not dream anything. He does not have any consciousness. It is as good as unconscious person. So he's in deep sleep. Then there is another stage which is a bit more higher, which is subtle, uh, which is in the dream stage. And so in dream state, he's dreaming, he's seeing things around him within his sleep. And then there is uh, higher than that is awake stage, where he's conscious. But again, Srila Prabhupada is making the point here that all these three stages are the same. It is not substantial. It is as good as one is in dream state. So whatever he goes through is basically all illusory. He's still in the dream state. And Srila Prabhupada gives the entire purport based on uh, this, that when he's awake, so-called awake, he's still relating things to his wife, children, uh, possessions. So he's looking at things from the perspective of illusory energy which is again like a dream state. Right in the beginning of 
Bhagavatam, when Sukhdev Goswami begins to speak, he gives this verses. Uh, he does not directly speak. Uh, uh, Sukhdev Goswami uh, does not directly speak about the philosophy of Krishna. He just says, first of all, he glorifies the questions asked by Maharaj Parikshit Varya Neshate Prashna Krita Loka Hitam Nepra Atmavit Samtapamsa Srota Vedishu Ya Paras. He's saying that these questions which you have asked Parikshit Maharaj are glorious because they are Atmavit Samtapamsa. It is beneficial to entire humanity. And then he speaks about the Deha Patakalatradishu Atma Sainashwa Satswapi. He's saying that one who is attached to his body and relationships with this body, all the paraphernalia associated with this body, he does not really understand. He misses the point of his human life. So, uh, he, he, uh, uh, Sukhdev Goswami, uh, in the beginning of second canto itself, he's saying that uh, these people are devoid of Atma Tattva. They don't know the real Tattva of the Self. And then he says, Shrottavyadinu Rajendra, in the second verse itself, the first verse was Varyanesha, and second verse he says, Shrottavyadinu Rajendra, Nirnam Shanti, Sahasrasha Atma, sorry, Apashyatam Atma Tattvam, Grahashu Graha Medinam. So such a person is devoid of Atma Tattvam, Apashyam Atma Tattvam. He is blind to the knowledge of ultimate truth. And then, what is the activity of such a person? So he's giving all this verses right in the beginning of Bhagavatam. He's not going to the philosophy of the pastimes of Krishna or what is bhakti. He's just saying what is the problem with the human form of. And this we see going on in this section as well, where Narad Muni. Gives the instruction to Maharaj Chitraketu in the form of a boy. It is mentioned, and Maharaj was mentioning uh, yesterday as well. Like it was Narad Muni or the boy himself was given instruction. It is still the same instruction to awaken Maharaj Chitraketu from his illusory state of lamentation. So uh, we hear here that uh, Angira Muni first met Maharaj Chitraketu when he was lamenting for a son. He did not have the son, so he was lamenting that uh, he did not have someone to rule after him. He had so many wives, millions of wives it is mentioned, but he did not have a son. So Angira Muni gave him a son and told him this will be the cause of lamentation, at joy and lamentation together, Harsa Soka. So this is what Srila Prabhupada is mentioning here as well. Whatever we try to acquire in this material world, it's all illusory. It will be the cause of unhappiness. And Angira Muni at that point mentions to, uh, and of course we know the pastime where the co-wives poison the son and the son is dead and then Maharaj Chitraketu again goes into the state of consciousness and unconsciousness. He is, it is mentioned it is he is lying on the ground like a dead body. He is lamenting for losing the only position he thought was going to help him. So. Uh, and that point, Angira Muni mentions that our relationships in the material world and possessions are all temporary. And they are the cause of four things. Lamentation, illusion, fear and distress. So, Soka, Moha, Bhai and Artha. And so, Angira Muni is making the point that anything that we are related to in the material realm are going to cause us illusion, fear, lamentation and distress. So, they are like Gandharva Nagara and there are no they are no better than the dreams, Swapna, illusions, Maya and mental concoction, Manoratha. So he's saying that it is same as the dream state. So he's repeating, uh, Angira Muni is mentioning the same thing that uh, Anantadeva is mentioning here in this verse. That all these relationships are like in the dream state. And body is the source of all miseries, Angira Muni is repeating there. So, to give instruction, Narad Muni again brought the son back to life. And the first thing the son is asking, which parents are you? And Narad Muni is telling the son, come back to life, enter this body, and you will enjoy the opulence of your father. But the son is saying, I am I, detached. He's completely detached and saying, what 
parents are you? Which life you are uh, my parents? I've lived a life of a demigod. I've lived a life of plants, animals, and humans. So which life are you? So what does it indicate for us in reference to this verse? That once a living entity, once the soul leaves the body, it becomes detached from this body. It is no more related to this body. As the son, as we see in the case of a son, even though he entered the body of his previous life or his son body, where he could have enjoyed the life of the king. As Narad Muni said, you can be in this body and enjoy the opulence of your father and the relatives, love of your relatives, but he was completely detached. So once you give up thing, and this is also mentioned very nicely in this chapter, uh, saying, uh, Anant Dev is mentioning, once you are detached from the possessions, you are not attached to it. And the example uh, is given uh, of the gold. Hmm. So gold or opulence or wealth, once it passes through the different hands, and this is again Narad Muni's uh, mention, actually the same son is mentioning. Hmm. So when the gold passes through different, different persons, it serves its master. It is not loyal to the previous owner. Hmm. So. If a gold goes into the hand of, a, of your enemy, then the enemy becomes, can use it, and the gold belongs to the enemy. It does not look at the person who owned it before. So similarly, when the soul leaves the body and goes into a different body, it takes the, that body as its master. It is no, no more attached to the previous body. Hmm. So uh, again, the jiva, the soul, the boy's soul, again is mentioning another thing, that relationships in, inter, uh, or sambandha introduce possessiveness, mamatvam, hmm? but they are both temporary, the possessiveness and the relationships which are there because of the body are temporary. Hmm? So we, they are not permanent, they keep on changing. Hmm? And uh, again, the example is like when you have got a rented car, when you go and get a rented car, you are no more attached to the rented car when you give the keys back. Mm. Whereas when you own a car, you're a little bit attached to the car. Mm. But what is the difference between the consciousness of getting a rented car and giving it away and having a, owning a car? You think that car belongs to you, whereas a rented car from day one you know after two days or three days, you're going to return it. So when you return the rented car, you are no more attached to, or you don't feel that the car has gone away. Hmm? But owning a car, when it goes away, for some reason, you are missing something. So this is the same point uh, the son is mentioning. If you are attached to the body, if you think you are the body, then you'll be sorry for the things which are related to the body. But if you're not attached to the body, then you don't feel sorry for the things related to the body. And in this purport, Srila Prabhupada is making different, different points that a living entity tries to enjoy in different, different ways. And Jiva Goswami mentions uh, the four kinds of ananda that a living entity tries to enjoy. The first one is Mrityananda. Mrityananda is a living entity tries to enjoy in the material sense. So each and every living entity is trying to enjoy something in the material. It's trying to seek enjoyment. But the problem is, is trying to seek enjoyment in wrong place. So that is temporary, or it does not even ex exist. There is nothing like ananda there. It is just an illusion that I am enjoying. And it is absence of misery, it is mentioned. And then there is higher level of mrityananda is the jivananda or atmananda. So jivananda is the uh, experience of the soul in the material world. And uh, there are two categories mentioned in that. When one is in deep sleep, where one does not have any sense of consciousness, that is compared to the Jivananda, where he is not going through any miseries. So, and uh, Jiva Goswami mentions that these two Anandas are really material. They have nothing to do with the real Ananda. It's just named as Ananda, but they are not Ananda. It's just absence of misery. And then higher than that is Brahmananda, where Brahmananda means one is having the feeling of liberation, where the living entity has got that identity of being a spirit soul. But 
even that ananda is very minute. It is actually we are getting an experience of ananda now. And the topmost ananda, as Srila Prabhupada is making the point here, is bhakti ananda, which is the, when a devotee experiences the bliss of bliss in devotional life. So that is the topmost ananda, and it is compared, again in actor of devotion it is compared, that that ananda is compared to the drop in the ocean as compared to Brahmananda. So Brahmananda is compared to the drop in the ocean of Bhakti Ananda. The one, the ananda one experiences in devotional life. And so Srila Prabhupada makes the point here that one needs to Hare Nam, Hare Nam, Hare Nam, Eva Kevalam, Kalav, Nasteva, 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 Gatir, Anyatha. So that is the topmost ananda one experiences. Because, and this is, the re, uh, this is why everyone is trying to uh, seek happiness. Because that is the intrinsic nature of the soul, to be Satchid Ananda. And uh, that ananda means the ananda which one needs to, which will make one happy. And so one tries to seek that happiness. So, but in material sense, only there is absence of misery. That is the only thing one can experience. So the real ananda one can only experience when one goes, when one practices devotional service. So uh, we, uh, today we have uh, disappearance days of three great acharyas in our sampradaya, Srila Raghunath Das Goswami, Srila Raghunath Bhatt Goswami and Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami who are the exemplary uh, acharyas or uh, their lives are exemplary which shows us how they were completely detached from the material realm. Mm. Uh, so we will discuss, we'll hear something about them. Uh, first we'll begin with uh, Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. Uh, and Srila Raghunath Das Goswami was the first Goswami who met Srila Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he was born in a small village of Krishnapur. Mm. And he was from a very wealthy family. Mm. The king named the family as Majumdar. His father was named Majumdar. Majumdar, and they had. It was. It is mentioned they had a yearly income of two million dinars or uh, uh, the coins, which was mentioned uh, used then, which is even a dream for many of the people in India today. So that was the wealth which they were earning. His father was earning 500 years ago. So they were. He he was from a very wealthy family and he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at the age of 15 when he, uh, he was residing with his parents and he was the only son of his parents. So imagine the opulence he was in Raghunath Das Goswami was uh, raised in a very opulent condition. But again because he was associating with the Vaishnava devotees then so he was completely detached from the wealth and he had no affection for parents or relatives. So uh, when uh, Raghunath Das Goswami heard about, about uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityanand Prabhu, he had a desire to meet them. And uh, he went and met uh, Advaita Acharya in Shantipur to meet the Lord. But uh, and when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met uh, Raghunath Das Goswami, he told Raghunath Das Goswami that right now is not the time. You go and be with your parents because you are very young. He was just 15 years old then. So, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, you go and be with your parents, serve your parents, and then when I go to Puri, I'll ask you to come there. So Raghunath Das Goswami uh, stayed with his parents for a while, and then uh, at some point he ran away from his home. And the parents had to uh, hire some uh, gundas, uh, the decoits, to bring him back, bodyguards to bring him back. But somehow he escaped and meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in uh, Puri. And there is a nice pastime where uh, Raghunath Das Goswami meets Nityanand Prabhu. And there is a Panihati festival, and uh, we have heard about this uh, Panihati festival at the retreat uh, when Burujan Prabhu was here. So uh, I won't go into the details of the festival. But 
the point is Raghunath Das Goswami had a very intimate uh, relationship with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. So uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu entrusted Raghunath Das Goswami to under the care of Swarup Damodar and he was named as Swarupera Raghu. So because he was uh, serving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu under the direction of Swarup Damodar. And it is mentioned when he was in Puri, Puri he used to take only temple prasad initially. And then he used to stand in front of the Simadhwara and he used to just beg and whatever alms he used to get, he used to eat only that. But then later on, he used to go to the distribution centers. So, so there are some distribution centers we, have, we must have seen in uh, Vrindavan and Gordhan and then they give little bit of khichri to you. So he used to just go around and if there was anything available, he will just take that. And then when Chaitanya uh, Mahaprabhu uh, came to know or uh, about this, he said, why don't you have prasadam with us? And even his father, when he came to know, he sent thousands of rupees for him so that he can live in a better way because he was the only son. But he refused to take help from his father. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked him that he should eat with him, so he used to serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he used to just eat the remnants after washing the plate, whatever water was left out. He used to take remnants from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the devotees. So that was the renunciation of uh, Raghunath Das Goswami. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu presented him with his Gunjamala and a Gordhan Shila because of his renunciation. So this was Raghunath Das Goswami uh, in Puri with uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left the planet, Raghunath Das Goswami was very sad. He was feeling the pains of suf uh, suffering and he wanted to kill himself. So he went to Vrind he thought he will go to Vrindavan and jump off the Govardhan hill. So he went to Vrindavan and there he met all the other devotees, Sanatan Goswami, Rupa Goswami, uh, Gopal Bhatt, uh, Raghunath Bhatt Goswami. So he met all the other Vaishnavas and they convinced him to be with, the, with them and then serve in the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. So uh, he, he got pacified and then, but still he was not happy. So he resided at Radha Kund and he was only eating uh, one uh, cup of uh, buttermilk. Thank you. He was just drinking one cup of buttermilk mm, uh, a day. So that was the kind of renunciation. He did not want to leave. So every day he was just drinking one cup of buttermilk. And it is mentioned once, and he was so much attached to uh, Srimati Radharani, and he used to consider himself the follower of Srimati Radharani, that once uh, his servant, uh, when he was going to herd the cow, he brought the buttermilk in a leaf which was uh, much bigger. And Raghunath asked, uh, where did you get this kind of leaf from? Because I've never seen such leaves around here. And he said, I went to this kunj. And Raghunath Das Goswami immediately came to know that this kunj belongs to Chandravali. So he threw the buttermilk. He said, we don't take anyone, anything from that side of the lake. So he threw the buttermilk. So that was the attachment he had for Srimati Radharani. So, uh, <clears throat> Another time uh, he was meditating, he used to meditate on Radha Kund and he used to think about the pastimes of uh, Srimati Radharani uh, coming to the Radha Kund and having her pastimes. So uh, at that moment Radha Kund was not developed, it was just like a small pond and he always had a desire in his mind he used to uh, think of Radha Kund as a very beautiful place. So uh, once uh, a uh, merchant was going to Badrikashram and in his dream at Badrikashram, this merchant had a dream from Lord saying that you go to this particular what and there is a devotee called Raghunath Das and give him all your wealth to build a nice kund here and he will refuse but tell him that I have insisted that this thing needs to be developed, Radha kund needs to be developed. So give him all your wealth. So this merchant came to Radha Kund, where Raghunath Das was staying and he asked around and he came to uh, uh, meet Raghunath Das Goswami 
and at that point he narrated the entire in incident, what had happened. And Raghunadas Goswami was happy and he accepted the money and he asked that merchant to build this Radha Kund, hmm, develop this Radha Kund. So this was again uh, another instance where he was constantly uh, associating with the Lord. Hmm. At another inst in, uh, instance, Raghunath was sitting, always sitting at the bank of Radha Kund and chanting his japa throughout the day. Hmm. And Sanatan Goswami asked Raghunath Das Goswami to build a hut. Uh, we know this pastime, right? There is already a samadhi of Raghunath Das Goswami where he was uh, sitting and chanting. So Sanatan Goswami asked him to make a hut and chant as a bhajan kutir and chant. But Raghunath Das Goswami never bothered about that. He said, why to waste time in these things? So he used to chant in the bank of the Radha Kund. And one, one day uh, there were tigers who came to drink water. And uh, Sanatan Goswami saw from the other side of the uh, Kund that Krishna was standing behind Raghunath Das Goswami with a stick. So the tigers drank water and left. At another instance, he said there was too much of sun which was coming. It was a very sunny day. So the sun was there and Radharani was taking her veil on top of Raghunath Das Goswami and protecting him from the sun. So Sanatan Goswami went to Raghunath Das Goswami and said, you are taking service from Radha and Krishna. We are supposed to serve Radha Krishna. So you need to build a heart. This is how Radha and Krishna are in anxiety for you. So then he understood and he built a bhajan kutir for him. Mm. So uh, this is uh, again uh, Raghunath Das Goswami who was completely renounced. Another instance, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami was meditating on making a big offering for Radha and Krishna. And in his, off, in his meditation, he offered sweet rice to Radha and Krishna. And then out of ecstasy in the festival mood, he, in the dream, he took sweet rice and he ate over ate sweet rice. And then next morning, until midday, he did not come out. So the devotees were... Uh, worried. Uh, usually Raghunath Das Goswami used to be out of his bhajan kutir. He used to take bath in uh, Radha Kund three times a day. So this morning he never came out. So the devotees went inside and to check what had happened. And he was in pain. So uh, they called for uh, the doctor, uh, uh, Vaidya. And the Vaidya came and said, he has eaten too much of sweet rice yesterday. So he is having a stomachache. So this was again uh, Raghunath Das Goswami who was uh, always in the eternal leelas of the Lord. Hmm? So we see the contrast here of the dreams of Raghunath Das Goswami and even in our original state we are dreaming. Hmm? Whereas even in dream he was in the eternal leela of Radha and Krishna. Hmm? So uh, Raghunath Das Goswami is uh, in... Kavi Karnapur mentions in Gorgonadesh Deepika that Raghunath Das Goswami is Rasa Manjari in Krishna Leela. And sometimes it is mentioned he is Rati Manjari in Krishna Leela. And he has written uh, books like Sthavavali, Dana Charitra, Mukta Charitra, and also some of the Padas. So this is Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. Srila Raghunath Das Goswami ki Jai. So another Acharya is. Uh, whose disappearance day is, day is today is Srila Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. So uh, even Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, his parents were Vaishnava, Tapan Mishra. So, and they, ha they, they were, uh, they invited Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on a regular basis to their home. And Raghunath Bhatta Goswami had good association of serving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his childhood. And he used to often massage the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he used to come for prasadam at their place. So right from childhood, Raghunath Bhatt Goswami was very uh, sastric. He was well versed in the scriptures. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, actually uh, his father Tapan Mishra asked him to go and serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Puri. So he used to go back and forth uh, to from East Bengal to Puri to serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he did that many of the times and he was excellent cook at that at the same time he was an excellent kirtanir. So uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very happy when he used to cook and sing kirtan for 
him. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave him the name Kirtan Acharya. Hmm? So Raghunath Bhatt Goswami was a uh, very uh, eloquent speaker as well as the cook. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed him not to marry. Hmm? Uh, whereas Raghunath Das, he said, you go and stay in your household life for now. But Raghunath Bhatt Goswami was so detached right from the beginning, he said, not to marry and study the scriptures. Use your time in studying scriptures. And then uh, at one point when uh, Raghunath Bhatt Goswami's parents were old, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, go and serve your parents and then uh, uh, you can come and stay in Puri. So uh, again, uh, Raghunath Bhatt Goswami served his parents and after they passed away, he came back and stayed with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Puri. And then after uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left the planet, Raghunath Bhatt Goswami went to Vrindavan. And there he was renowned for uh, speaking Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, and he, it is mentioned he used to speak, sing each of the Bhagavat sloka, Bhagavatam slokas in four different tunes, like a cuckoo bird. So he was uh, very renowned for uh, singing the slokas of Bhagavatam. And uh, when he used to sing, it is mentioned, the tears used to flow from his eyes and the uh, it was written on the scriptures with the ink, right? Uh, so when he used to sing the Bhagavatam slokas, the tears used to wet the pages of Bhagavatam. Uh, so this was, again, uh, he was one of the very intimate servants of uh, Radha and Krishna and he, he had so much of love for Bhagavatam. It is mentioned he was the again cause for building Govinji temple which is there which we can see now. It is made of red stone. So he got one of the merchants to build this magnificent temple in Vrindavan for Radha, Radha, Radha Govinji and served Radha Govinji for 40 years in Vrindavan. And finally uh, he is uh, Rasa Manjari or Raga Manjari who is one of the Ashtamanjaris of Srimati Radharani in Krishna Lila. So, Srila Raghunath Bhatt Goswami Ki Jai. And uh, the third Acharya is Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, uh, who wrote Chaitanya Charitamrita. And we can go on speaking the glories of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami uh, forever because. Uh, of what he has given us. So uh, it is mentioned Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami was very old and he was thinking whether he should go to Vrindavan or not. So in his dream, Nityanand Prabhu came. And Nityanand Prabhu, and it, it is mentioned in uh, Adi Leela, uh, chapter 5, saying, Are, are, Krishna Das, na karai bhai, Vrindavana yaha tahanya sarva labha hai. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, so Nityanand Prabhu came in the dream and said, O Krishna Das Kaviraj, go to Vrindavan, don't fear. When you reach there, everything will be taken care of. So uh, Krishna Das was so much, uh, he had so much of affection for Nityanand Prabhu. It is mentioned that once uh, his brother, when he was staying with his family, once his brother uh, had a discussion with one of the other Vaishnavas, and his brother said, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's position is higher than Nityanand Prabhu. And he couldn't hear that Nityanand Prabhu's position was diminished. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's position is higher, was okay, but he couldn't take it that Nityanand Prabhu's position was diminished by his brother. So he left his family and left the place. So this was his affection for Nityanand Prabhu. And then uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami went to uh, uh, Vrindavan and took initiation from Raghunath Das Goswami. So he was very re renowned. Uh, he, uh, he lived a very renounced life uh, at Shyamkund. Mm -hmm. And he was very renowned for writing eloquent verses. Mm -hmm. It is mentioned uh, he wrote Govind Lila Amrita. And for that, uh, Jiva Goswami uh, gave him a title of Kaviraj. And from then, <clears throat> he was known as Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami because of his eloquent uh, poetic uh, writing, Govind Lila Amrita. And Narottam Das Thakur mentions that this Lila Amrita, Govind Lila Amrita, can even bring tears to the stones. Mm. 
So that was the kind of uh, writing uh, he had written. So in those days, and at this time, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami was already 90 years, 90 plus years old. So in those days, the devotees used to gather at uh, Govindji temple and narrate, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had already left the planet. So they used to read the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So there was only three uh, scriptures available, Chaitanya Charitra by uh, Murari Gupta, uh, Chaitanya Mangal by Lochanadas Thakur, and Chaitanya Bhagavad by Vrindavan Dasaku. So these were the only three scriptures available for on the life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And all these three scriptures basically uh, speak about the early, early childhood pastimes of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So they insisted uh, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami to write the later pastimes of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, uh, at that point, he went and offered his prayers to Madan Mohan deity that whether he should write or not write because he was already old, he couldn't see properly, hear properly, his hands were trembling. He writes in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita that my hands are trembling and so and my memory is weak. So whether I'll be able to write. And at that point a garland fell from Madan Mohanji deity. So when the garland fell, he took it as a sign that Lord Madan Mohan wants him to write Chaitanya Charitamrita. So then he started writing Chaitanya Charitamrita. And he mentions it, that I am now become too old and disturbed by invalidity. While writing, my hands tremble. I cannot remember anything, nor I can see or hear properly. Still I write, and this is a great wonder. So this is Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. And again, another uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he writes in Madhya Leela, the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are just like an unfathomable ocean. It is not possible for me to enter into it, simply standing on the shore, but I am just touching the waters of the ocean. So this was his humility in writing Chaitanya Charitamrita. And he basically based Chaitanya Charitamrita on the uh, diaries of Swarup Damodar and Murari Gupta. And uh, the information, a lot of information was provided to him by Raghunadda, his uh, spiritual master Raghunadda's Goswami as well. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami again uh, has given a lot of information in Chaitanya Charitamrita about the pastimes of Nityananda Prabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, his later pastimes after initiation, sorry, after sannyas. And was a true, uh, he was very humble in nature, so he never used to uh, criticize anyone or never used to, he did not even have time to. Uh, so he was so much into his bhajan that he never used to speak prajalpa with anyone. So this is uh, the devotee, this is the kind of devotee uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami was, and he is Kasturi Manjari in Vraja Leela. So Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami ki jai. Mm. So this is today's a disappearance day of these three great uh, acharyas. So we pray for their mercy and beg uh, their beg for the blessings mm, on this great day. Mm. Any questions or comments? We'll stop here otherwise. Yes, bro. Yeah, so uh, the question is, how do we not overlook after our body? Uh, so understanding that this body is just a means, it is just a vehicle. Uh, even if you, and understanding that you've got a car, right? 
So look, you look after the car. You get it serviced, you get it, give it a wash, you put fuel into it, right? But you only do to a certain, you don't from morning to evening just keep and washing it. Because you understand its purpose. So if we understand the purpose of this body, we'll only do the minimum required. And as Maharaj was explaining uh, yesterday, you don't need to, you just need to do minimum to get going. You don't have to overdo it at the same time. You don't have to underdo it. So you have to spend time recreation, sleeping, eating, to the minimum required and not to the, both the extreme ends. So uh, as Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita, over recreation or under recreation, over sleep or under sleep or overeating or under uh, sleep. So under, understand the purpose of this body. So whatever is required to keep the body running, we do it. Because then we are not, under, we, we know that this body is the means for us to serve Radha and Krishna. And Maharaj was explaining how uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur says, this is your home, this is your family I'm looking, I'll stand as a guardian. So if we understand that, uh, and again, it, it's easy to speak, but very difficult to practice. Because sometimes we might, for example, if we see gulabs, we might get into that, okay, let me eat two more, even though we are full. So, and when we hear acharyas like Raghunath Das Goswami, who just used to eat uh, buttermilk a day, and that too, like a cup of buttermilk a day. So then we get some, how much affection and attachment they had for chanting the holy names. Like the, throughout the day, Raghunath Das Goswami used to just chant and chant and chant. So by hearing these pastimes, by studying the life of these acharyas, we come to get some balance of spending time here and not spending time too much of material activities. I'm not sure if that answers, but yes, probably. Yeah, so uh, again, that uh, soul who, was, who came back uh, into the body of the boy was, we can see in two ways. Acharas point out it was Narad Muni himself speaking through the boy. So really the soul might not be the boy, but Narad Muni made an arrangement for the boy to speak. And even if the soul had that vision, usually not all the souls have got that kind of, it is mentioned we are such a dananda. So, and Jiva Goswami points out in uh, one of the Sandarbhas mentioning that chid and ananda does not mean that is full of knowledge. But chid means he is not achit, he is not matter, the soul is not matter. But that doesn't mean that when you leave the body, you are in full realization of the Supreme. So, uh, only some uh, souls who are exalted may have that kind of uh, knowledge, but most of the souls are in darkness because they choose to be in it. Mm. So, uh, and w when you leave the body, as soon as you leave the body, you're no more attached to that. And in your case, in your question, what you are asking is, uh, Sometimes, yes, the soul is attached to the body to a certain extent that even after leaving the body, they try to be around the body. And that is because of yeah, material consciousness, conditioned nature. So, of course, this pastime is different where the soul is detached or this is an arrangement of Narad Muni to speak through the soul. But it can be, yes, the soul can be attached to the body. It might hover, but once you know that uh, even those who are attached to the body, 
once they leave and they understand that there is no way to get that body, they move on. Usually they have, they have their another body ready. Sometimes it is they have to stay in the subtle realm for a while. And I think it, it is explained, uh, Ayurama, right? There is a planet of Ayurama uh, where they reside for a certain 12-day or 13-day period. And then they get another, they are moved into the, pushed into the another body. So that is why we do that uh, ceremony for 12-13 days where the soul is still, if he is too attached to the relative's body and his own body, so they remain in that realm. Yeah, it's a very complicated science, but yes, this is uh, the way law of karmas work, I think nobody understands. Yeah, okay, we'll stop here. Granth Rashimad Bhagavatam ki, Jai Shila Prabhupada ki, Thank you.